So just just as a introduction, that says things that may have heard many times. Um, just I think it's a very important introduction to understand the Megillah. To be honest, till this year, I read the Megillah, and you know, here and there you have a nice, uh, nice vart, a nice thought, but it was pretty much the same story to me every year. This year I picked up the sefer called Yosef Lakach, or earlier, early Achrein, and he explains the entire Megillah beautifully. Now, we see, if you look, in Halacha, Chazal put a tremendous amount of emphasis on the reading of the Megillah. A few halachas that uh, we see, they made a whole big deal that in Vatlan Talmud Torah, if someone's learning Torah, you have to, you know, no matter what, you have to go stop to go listen to the Megillah. We find that if the Megillah is missing even one letter, it invalidates the entire Megillah. Um, we find that we, we, it says in the Gemara that you read it twice, at night you read it, and by day you review it. So the Megillah, and we know the Megillah is the center, the 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 perm revolves around the Megillah. And but if you go through the Megillah, and you read the Megillah, it's pretty much a re- it's very normal, not such a crazy story. You know, there was a Achashverosh, there was a Vash, she got killed, new Queen Esther, um, Haman made a wanted to kill the Jews, and then Haman ended up falling, you know, and he ended up. Uh, being demoted and the whole story with Mordechai and then Esther asked to save the Jews and he saved them. It's not the craziest story that, you know, it's not it's not Hanukkah. It's not uh, it's not this crazy miracles. It's pretty much a regular regular story that maybe we, we, we could have written. Um, in fact, you know, in fact, the Hanukkah, Hanukkah was clear with the Dirinisa, right? Yeah, the Hashmanayim, they were weak. They were, they were a few, they were, they were numbered, they were just a few. Comparison to the Yavanim, who were a great army, they were strong. So that was a big nace. And you had the nace of the oil, that was also a nace. But by, by, by Perm, it's not like that at all. By Perm, it's very, the, the, the story is very straightforward, no, no, no fireworks. Very simple story. So, and yeah, and, and in fact, the the, the 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 climax of the story is when what's the climax of the entire of the entire story is when Esther turns to Achashverosh and tells him, right, tells them that this Haman is the one that wants to kill me and my my nation. Now, if you would ask, you know, any person would say that Achashverosh, you know, he he. He loved Esther, and he wanted to love her even more. He wanted her to be happy, right? And and she turned to him and tells him that this guy wants to kill me. So of course, Akashverish is going to go and kill him. It's not a big deal, right? It makes sense. So if you look at the whole Megillah, it doesn't seem like that's out of ordinary. The whole story. So that's so. But the truth is, the truth is that as Mitchem will see. Every single detail in the story, literally every single detail, the entire Megillah, that would take, would take years to go through the entire Megillah, is, it's a perfect, perfect story, perfectly orchestrated by Hashem, and if it would have been done slightly otherwise, it wouldn't have happened. But again, if you look at the Megillah on surface, surface level, it seems nice, little story, not just a crazy story. But, and the Sefer Yisrael Lekhov does that, a beautiful job of explaining the entire Megillah with every single thing that happened, was with perfect detail so that there, at the end there could be a salvation and a Yeshua for the Jews. 
And he says, he says, we say, we say in the oisin the flois levada. You say in davening, right? Hashem is la'oisin the flois levada. He makes wonders alone, levada, alone. What does that mean? He makes wonders alone. It sounds like sim- simply understood is that he does it alone. No one helps him. But he explains no. What la'oisin the flois levada means is that Hashem makes. Tremendous wonders alone, meaning to say no one else knows he's doing it. There are tremendous wonders that go about in the uh, in the threading of this world, in the happenings of this world. Now, as a bystander, we just look at it and we just don't realize that it flies. He says the nace perm was a Hashem did it alone, no one realized. And in fact, he explains. That that's why it says Kimu v'kiblu. They had to accept upon themselves the whole yomtif of Purim. By Chanukah, of course they made it a yomtif. They saw the Nisim. It was obvious, of course we're going to make it into a big day. We're going to make it into a big yomtif. But by Purim, even for many of the Jews, it seemed like there was no big Nisim, nothing big happened. So why should it be a yomtif? Okay, but they Kimu v'kiblu. They accepted upon themselves to make it a yomtif. So, and he says, if you look, I don't know if you want to take a Megillah, here, it's on page, um, I was talking to the kids, you want to see. He says that, if you look at the, right, we know the, 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 The antagonist, right, of the whole story, who is who, was Haman. Right? Says, what is the, uh, what, what is the, what is the best point, the, 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 the climax of, of, of Haman's height when he had the most power, when Esther invites him for the Suda. When Esther invites Haman Akshresh to the Suda, that is like the spitz when he felt, feels the best. So the Pasuk says there, Yavai HaMelech, that the king and Haman, Hester tells the king and Haman should come today to a studio that I'm making. He says, if you look, Yavai starts with a Yud, Hamelech starts with a Hey, Vihaman starts with a Vav, Hayoim starts with a Hey. The Yud Kevav Kevashem. Okay? So you see forward in the beginning, the first letter of each of these, of these words spells out Hashem's name. And then what was what was the uh, the end? What was the, where is it? Where is it? Um, Pasikhas and Parak Hey Pasikhas. Parak Hey Pasikhas. Hey, look The bottom of page 1256. Hey. Here. Imal Melech, here. Imal Melech. So, if I find favor in the eyes of the king, and it's the, the, the king of the Melech Taif, Lassis Eshe Lassi to do what I ask. Yeah. Here we go. Yavai, yeah. Hamelech, the Haman. 
Right? No, one second. I'm missing something here. No. Are you missing Ayud? No, missing Hay. No, you have. You missing. No, missing Hay. Maybe I'm sorry. Look at earlier. Pasuk Dal. I missed the wrong Pasuk. Pasuk Dal. Look back to Pasuk Dal. The first time. See it there? Okay. So this is the one time that it says, okay, as the Hashem's name spelled out. Again, we know in the Megillah doesn't say Hashem's name spelled out at all. Here it is. But there's one other place. Again, this is Haman at his height. The, 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 the height of all his power. Right? When he's being invited to a soft party with Ahasuerus and Esther. Now, where's the other time? The other time is... If you look further, Mordechai and Esther. In Parag Zion, on page 1258, Pasuk Zion. This is when, this is when, Parag Zion, uh, Pasuk Zion. Pasuk Zion. Right? So this is where Esther, Esther tells Achashverish, right, that Haman wants to kill, wipe out. So it says, Vamelech come he got up in his anger from that to the party. Alginas Habesan to the garden. The Haman Amad Levakish on Nafshim Esther Malka. Haman got up to ask that Esther, Esther should save him and not kill him. Why? Kira, he saw Kikalsa Ilavara. He saw he was finished. Now look at those words. Look at Kira Kikalsa. The last letter in, in Ki is Yud. The last letter in Ra is Hey. The last letter in Ki is Yud. And the last letter in Kalsa is hey the downfall of Haman against Falzid Kivavke so we see what's he come to say the beginning of Haman when he was when he reached huh you see it the last word the last letter the last letter the last letter the word the last letter what you don't have it Key is Yod Yod K oh you're right you're right Next one. No, no, it starts from Ki. Right, ki Kalsa right. Elav Hara. Ki Kalsa Elav Hara. Ki Kalsa Yudhe Elav. Where is it? Elav. We don't have it. We don't have it. You do it here. I mean, we can't find it. <laughs> it's here. Um, ki Kalsa. Ki Kalsa Elav. Elav. Okay. So again, it okay. comes to show that Haman, who brought Haman? In other words, we read this story, it seems like Haman deserved to be to the, this position. No, no. It was Hashem that brought Haman all the way up, and the Yud Kevavke, Hashem that brought him all the way down. So this is this is the theme of the Miguel. Okay. So now we'll begin from the beginning, a little from the and beginning. And also it's connected that this, uh, the first letter and the right from the beginning, the first letters okay. till the end, till the end. There was Hashem doing this all, even though we don't see it. But if you look, you see it. Yeah, but what was, was the translation again? The translation that he. he uh, what's the English saying? What's the English saying? Uh, so, the uh, pre-answer for his life. The term, determination against the him was final. The determination against him was final. 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 He was done. Okay. So now, so the truth is in that if you look, I mean, a few svarim, but if you look, there's certain svarim. If you have a chance, they really they and they show you how every last detail in the Megillah 
is it was was part of this beautiful beautiful masterpiece being threaded by Hashem to bring out the salvation of the Jews. So let's begin. Begin the, the Megillah begins by Hebe Me Achashverish Hu Achashverish. It was in the days of Achashverish Hu Achashverish. Now the first beginning of the Megillah is a story of Achashverish's party. Right? So, it's something's wrong here. Why? Because if let's say you want to say, you know, it was, a, it was in the days of uh, um, Donald Trump. You don't say it was in the days of Donald Trump, Donald Trump got in trouble, trouble with the government. Right? You don't say it was in the days of that. If you're saying a story about Donald Trump, then you don't say it was in the days of Donald Trump. Right? You say in the days of Donald Trump, the uh, Secretary of State got in trouble. Here, if we're about to come to say a story about Achashverosh, right? It doesn't make sense to say that he made Achashverosh. It was in the days of Achashverosh, right? That's one question. Another issue is also is that uh, what uh, this is also by Hebe Me'achashverosh, who Achashverosh? Also a famous question. What's, what's, what do you mean? Yeah. It was in the days of Achashverosh. Who Achashverosh? Yeah. 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 So you said, you yeah. said it was in the days of Achashverosh. Funny, funny lotion here. We're talking about game money, of course. Right? Who Achashverosh? Who Achashverosh? You just said it was in the days of Who Achashverosh? You just said we're talking about Achashverosh. Yeah, well, repeat it, okay? So, Achashverosh, we were told here in the Megillah that Achashverosh ruled over from Haidu to, to Kush, which was 127 um, provinces, yeah. countries. He had a, a vast, vast empire. Yeah, just like, just okay. like the, almost the, maybe the known world. In those However, places. the truth is, he started out very small. Achashverosh started out with, with uh, not ruling over you know, many provinces, but he built up his empire. But even in the beginning, he wasn't such a, you know, such a, such a, such a tremendous um, king. He started out one, and with, with he conquered a lot of, uh, he conquered a lot of Medinas eventually. So, so what happened, and that's what caused, and that's what caused this whole beginning of the story, is what caused him to make this party because he was really celebrating the fact that he became such a big king and such a tremendous em- and had such a tremendous empire. That's what that's what triggered him to make this party. So that's if you so now if you want to read the pasuk, it, 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 it reads like this. Now which Achashverosh? Because there's Achashverosh that was a simple king, you know, a small king, and then there was Achashverosh who ruled over majority of the world. So it was in the days, it was in the days of Achashverosh. Which one? Who Achashverosh Hamayluch Mahayduvat Kush? We're referring to the Achashverosh, the one that ruled over 127 provinces. We're not referring to the to the Achashverosh who was a small king. We're referring to the one that became such a tremendous king that he ruled over most of the world. And that's what brought him to the celebration which we're about to discuss. So that's what this passage has come to tell us. That right away, before we begin the story, we have to know what happened over here. We're talking about a king, not just a simple king who had you know, one or two provinces and ruled over them. He was, he was a ruler over most of the world. And, that's, and at a celebration of that victory, he made the party which we're about to discuss.
So another reason why it's so important for us to know this. Why is this important? So every detail is important for us to know here in the middle. There's not exactly extra. Because Ahasuerus must have been a successful king and a smart king and an intelligent king because he was able to take over most of the world. So he had to have some kind of strategy that he, he knew what he was doing, right? And then he went and he made a tremendous party for all his people to make everyone happy because he wanted everyone to be happy, give them, them the best time of their lives, right? But then, in the midst of this party, we're going to see, he has this bizarre desire to show off his queen, which is something un unheard of, to do such a thing. You're, you're, you're in the middle of showing everyone how you're such a, such a king, such with respect, and look what you could do, and you're making everyone happy, giving everyone the time of their life, and in the middle of that, you have this bizarre, you, he, he, it falls into his head, this bizarre thing to show his queen off to the world. In a, in a humili humili humiliating way. And his queen that we'll see he loved. It's not like he had a bad relationship with Vashti. He had a, he had a very good relationship with her and he loved her. Where did this fall into his head? So you know where this fall into his head? Because again, for us, we read it as a story. But who put that thought into his head? Hashem put that thought into his head. It didn't make sense otherwise. There's no other logical explanation that Akashverish would come up with such a bizarre desire. Drunk. Huh? He was drunk. Yeah, but even if he was drunk. <coughs> even if he was drunk. People do 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 do, yeah. do bizarre things when they're drunk. Of course. It's true, but it, even so, it, it, even if someone's drunk, there's certain things yeah. that now there's someone you love, you wouldn't do something that you wouldn't humiliate him such a I mean hopefully. I mean, yeah. But uh, so again that's why it's important for us to realize the introduction of who Akashverish was. He wasn't just some guy off the street. He was, he was a, a respectable king. He took over the entire world. He made a party that to make everyone happy and give them everyone's time of life. All to lead up to that point that when he went and he he had this asked this request of Ashti, it was something off. Something didn't make sense. And for us to realize that the reason, yeah, it didn't make sense. You know why? It was because Hashem putting that idea in his head so that the events could follow into Esther becoming queen and whatever followed after that. So Miguel continues and says, Mehem, it was in those days, Kishavas Asher it tells us that it was in those days that when the king was sitting on his throne that was in Shushanabira. Right? So, first of all, again, kings sit on thrones. That's what they do. So, why, why are we being told that it was in those days that he was sitting on his throne? And also, it just say, if, if, if they want to tell us he was sitting on his throne, the passage just say he was sitting on his throne. Why is it telling us the location? Akise Malchusa and his throne that was in Shushanabira. As if to say he had a different throne. He and kings usually had their capital, you know, where they sat on the throne. So just say and he was sitting on his throne. What's why is it telling us that it was in Shushanabira? It sounds like he had two thrones, right? There was one in Shushanabira and one elsewhere. So the truth is that we're told, Chazal tell us, that Akashverish relocated the throne. Something that the Malbin points out. That kings weren't allowed to do that. Unless you were a dictator, you weren't allowed to do that. The through is the capital. You can't relocate, you know, decide that you want the capital to be elsewhere. 
wherever the capital was, the capital was in Babel, till Achashverosh. And Achashverosh had this desire, got this thing in his head to move the throne to Shushan. Why well, do that? If he's the king, he could do anything. We could. So the Malvin says, the Malvin says that this was the, how the, the, the split, you had a dictatorship, like more of a democracy. So a king that was was a more of a, democ- a more democracy kind of king, he wasn't allowed to move the throne. A dictator could do whatever he wants. You know, he could do whatever he wants. He could so he was he wants. not a dictator. So Achishverosh came came was originally started started as a regular democracy. However, he wanted to uh, change over, and he wanted to turn into a dictator. So. And the Malbim understands this whole story with the party. It was really Akashverish having a plan to turn into a dic- turn himself into a dictator, and that's why he relocated the throne. But again, this thing that he this this so this and that's why the pasuk is telling us that the the, the throne was just relocated because it wasn't always there. So that's what's telling us that he relocated his throne to Shushan Abira, and that was part of his celebration. That this party he made for the inauguration of the new throne, so to speak. So that's why he made this party. Now, why is that important? Why do we have to know? Because who lived in Shushan Abira? Ish Yehudi Haya Bishushan Abira. We're told Mordechai was a resident in Shushan Abira. Even before the throne was moved to Shushan Abira, Mordechai lived there. Now, Mordechai, as we'll see, was a key factor in bringing about the Yeshua, because he lived there, he was there, and the, he was the, you know, the, the tzaddik of Shushan Abira, etc. If Achashverosh would have been located elsewhere, right, there wouldn't have been a Mordechai to, so to speak, save the day. So Hashem, again, put this into Achashverosh. Again, you read this story, you don't realize this. It sounds like Achashverosh. I don't know, Achashverosh went to Shushan. No, no, no. Hashem put this thing in Achashverosh's head to relocate his throne to Shushan. It's been in Babel all these years. No one ever did this before. So that, Mordechai is on site. And again, so another thread being threaded in the story so that the Yeshua could eventually come out. So that's what's important to us. That this is that the that the reason for this party was the relocation of throne to Shushan Abira. Achshresh is weird again, another bizarre thing that falls into his head to move his throne to Shushan Abira because Mordechai is there on scene, and when the time comes, he'll be there ready to bring up to start the Yeshua. So and it says the next pasuk says I'm gonna skip around. I'll drop. Um, Pasuk K says, "Umloi sayameila asa amelch chalaam hanim tzayim b'shushan abira." Hanim tzayim b'shushan abira. He made a uh, um, uh, a party for all the people that were nimtzayim b'shushan abira. See in Pasuk K. See all the people that he he made a party for all the people that were found in Shushan Abira. Right. The question is, he should have said he made a people for all the people that were in Shushan Abira. What's that name? Tzem b'Shushan Abira. People that were found in Shushan Abira. Wouldn't it suffice to say that he made a people for all the people and party for all the people that were in Shushan Abira? Instead of saying what? Asa mel chalam b'Shushan Abira. Or asher b'Shushan Abira. What Hanim Tim that were found in Shushan Abira? So the truth is, if we look, 
later on. In Pasik, um, in Parak Dalid, page 1256, when Esther, 1256, when Esther is telling Mordechai to gather everyone to Davin, in Pasik Tezayin, see it? She says, Lech Knois Eskala Yehudim, the same thing, Hanimtsim Bishushan, that are found in Shushan, the same word being used. So what, what's going on? So again, the, uh, the Yosef Lakach explains that you had the people of Shushan, but you also had all the people that were visitors. He says, and we know that it wasn't just the people of Shushan that enjoyed from the uh, party of Ahasuerus. There was also a lot of the Jews that came to enjoy the party that weren't from Shushan. Those are, those are all the people that were adding that were found there. They didn't live in Shushan, they weren't residents, but they were found there. They happened to be there and they came to enjoy the party. That's what's being added with this word, and that's why Esther, she tells him, go gather all the Jews, all the Jews that were found in Shushan Abira, not just the residents of Shushan, even all those that came to enjoy the party and were tourists and they were coming to enjoy, get them also because they need to do tshuva also. Okay. So it says, let's go to the it says in Pasik Ches, so it says there, you know, it describes the Suda, and it says over there in Pasik Ches, that Vashtia Kedas, back to the beginning of the Megillah on page 1252, it says all the way back, jumping around. So it says in Pasik Ches, Vashtia Kedas Ein Oynes. The drinking was, uh, was according to the law, Ein Oynes, no, no one was forced to drink. The idea was that Everyone was able to drink how they wanted, how they desired, at whatever pace they want. You know, some the should bring down that there was enough cups to go around. You know, sometimes you have a you go to a restaurant and they want you know the, the people waiting to sit down, right? So they uh, kind of like rush you up. You know, like finish up. Here there was enough wine cups to go around, enough wine to go around. It was with so it was a very relaxed, enjoyable atmosphere. Why is this important for us to know? Because the Megillah wants to come to bring out to, to let us know what we were speaking about before is that Ahasuerus prepared a party that everyone should have the time of their lives. Totally relaxed, enjoying to the fullest extent, no pressures, right? This was the theme of the party. And drink how you want, where you want, however much you want, whatever pace you want. And then he comes and does this, forces his wife, forces his wife to come bring, bring herself down in a humiliating way. It just didn't make sense. If this was his whole, you know, the whole theme of the party, that people should just live it up and enjoy themselves how they want, how could he go force the person he loved most? It just doesn't make sense. This contrast is just a big question, how could it be? And the answer is, it's true, it doesn't make sense. But it was Hashem putting that into his mind. So we're told that the Shtiel was Kadas and Yenayinus to bring out that contrast, to realize that there's something deeper going on, a deeper plan happening here besides just a regular nice story of a king that makes a party get strunk and calls his wife down to come down in a humiliating way. So the Pasuk says in Pasuk Tess, Gam Vashti Amalka, Asasa Mishte Nashim, Vashti Amalka also made a party for the woman, based on Malchus, in the house of the Malchus, Ashalamalcha Hashverish. So here's a few questions, okay? 
Okay? The first question is that <coughs> we, it's important for us to know this fact that Vashti was killed was an important part of the story, right? Because Akshayaj made a party, got drunk, called Vashti down. Now, who cares that Vashti made a party? That's not important. What does that have to do with the story of the Megillah that Vashti made a party? Who cares that she made a party? Let's see, who cares what, it, doesn't, it doesn't change anything in the story, whether she made a party or not. The point was that Akshayaj called her, right? And also, the location of the party for sure doesn't make a difference. Who cares where it was? And the Pasuk elaborates and says, she made it um, based on Malchus in the house of the Malchus, like there was a different king, who, which other, which other based on Malchus was there. And, 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 who, and altogether, who cares where a party was? Why is that important to us? For for her to have her party, you mean? For Vashti to have her party? Yeah. Or, or, or Vashti has a separate party. Right. She had a separate party. So it tells us she made her her party. She Akshayish made his party. She also made a party. So question number one is why is it important that she made a party? Who cares that she made a party? Why is that important for us? Question number two is that let's say she did make a party. Who cares where it was? Now, Akashverish's party is important for us to understand because that brings out the whole story, how he got drunk and everyone came and etc. But where does Vashti's party fall into this story? So the answer to this is, is that it's teaching us what brought about Vashti's downfall. What happened? She saw Akashverish making this tremendous party. And she was jealous. Now, I have to remember, Vashti was of royal blood. She was a royal descendant of Nebuchadnezzar. And she was jealous, you know, Akhashverish making this whole party, showing himself off. And she also wanted to make a party. That's the gam Vashti Amalka. She also, you know, kids, I also want it, right? When a kid wants, I also want it, right? That's the gam Vashti Amalka. She also wanted to make a, 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 a party. Now, not only that, she could it seems like the, the queens had their own chambers or palaces or where they had their place. She wasn't happy with that. She wanted to make her party in the king's palace, which was a total disgrace because she had no right to do that. But she wanted to show I'm just I'm just like Akashverish, which was a disgrace. She, she was from Nebuchadnezzar. I mean. She was the queen. She, she, she so which was disrespectful. She, 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 she was, she was in a way disrespectful. It was nothing. It was nothing. It was he was a lot of yeah. So so it says. Was he the stable boy? He, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like that. So that's what it says. Gam Vashti Mishta. She right, she also wanted to make one. And where did she want to make it? She wasn't happy to make it in her own chambers or whatever. She wanted it to be in base Amalkas She wanted the party to be right next to Akashvesh's party. And in the exact same ambiance and right next to the king's palace, she wanted her party to be there. Now, what happened? If you look, Vashti was right next door. The the Yosef Leka wants to say that it's very possible that that's what brought about Achashverosh. Vashti's making a party right next door. So what does he tell his his, his people around him? My part, my wife's right next door. I'll go bring her in. If she would have realized that she, you don't want to make a party, make it at your own place, she wouldn't have been on the on the scene of the crime. But she, but she was right next door, Sakashvir, you know, he's hearing her party going and says, 
You want to see my queen? She's right here. I'll go bring her in. And if you look at the psukim, it's clear like that. It says, go bring Vashti. It doesn't go, go, he didn't send messengers to go get her. It's go, go bring her because she's right here. So the fact that she had this chutzpah, so to speak, or this this desire to have this, you know, this uh, kind of covet and honor that Patricia had is what brought about her downfall. It was because she wanted her thing to be right next to Hashverish's party, therefore Hashverish knew she was right next door, and said, go bring her in. So that's why it's important for us to know that she made a party and exactly where her party was. Because the location of her party is what caused her eventually her downfall. Yes, yes. Hopefully, not today, maybe next week. <laughs> but uh, but that, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But so one 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 more thing. It says, Shvi No, she had. She have a. Like a monkey. A tail. Tail, tail. tail. She had, yeah, blisters or pimples, yeah. Now. It says. That's why she didn't want to come. That's why she didn't want to come. Otherwise, she would have, she would have, she would, she would have come. She would have came, but because she that she didn't want to come because she booked the. Uh, yeah. But it says that she's don't she, she I saw that she only she saw it. In other words, everyone else didn't see it. Yeah. She was the only one that saw it. So that's why if they would have seen it, they would have understood why she doesn't want to come. Uh, but only she saw it. So that was a, yeah, so just one more thing. It says, So when did Achashverosh call Vashti? It says on the seventh day, when he was nice and drunk. Dead drunk. Right? And it was not even drunk. means he was in, he was in great spirits. Which is very interesting because when he was in great spirits, that's when he called Vashti and that's when he gets so upset and wants to kill her. It seems like it doesn't really make sense, right? Because Ketayv Levamach means when his heart was, he was in the best of spirits. He was so happy, right? So he brings out a, says a scary idea. He says that, and you have to ask someone who's a uh, licensed psychologist to verify this. I'm saying he says it so it's true, but uh, that people, the, the, the greatest anger and cost will come out of people if you upset them when they're in their, their best of spirits. If you upset someone when they're in their best of spirits, if you upset them, if you're able to upset them, the anger that comes out of that will be tremendous. And not comparable to if they got upset in a regular state of mind. So, therefore, Achishverish, again, he loved Vashti, and we'll see him next week. He had tremendous regret for wanting to kill her and killing her. What brought this about? He came to such a, the, the, the level of anger was only possible that he decided to kill her only because he was in such a level of happiness. So that's why we busted that happiness. His anger was tremendous and he decided he wants to kill her. But if he wouldn't have hit that level of happiness, that level of, you know, great feeling, the anger wouldn't have been as much and he wouldn't have wanted to kill her. So Hashem brought him to this tremendous level of happiness to bust his bubble so that the anger will come out will be tremendous and he'll, he'll want to kill her. Hopefully we'll let Mitchum continue next week. Uh, Thursday?